Welcome to On the Spot with Melinda Garvey, the On the Dot interview series where we sit down with some of the most intriguing and interesting women to watch featured in our daily email newsletter and podcast, Four Minutes with On the Dot. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode of On the Spot, now available every Thursday on your favorite podcast streaming services. Today, I'm sitting down with Stephanie Paya and Erica Grousman from True Women. Without further ado, let's start the show. Welcome to On The Spot. I'm your host, Melinda Garvey, the founder of On The Dot, whose mission is to lead women to success through the stories and actionable advice from role models. And I always am so excited to bring you incredible role models each week. And today we have two incredible women that I get to bring to you who have an amazing company. We're welcoming Erica Grousman and Stephanie Pyatt, and they have a company called True Woman that some of you may have heard of because they produce amazing protein bars for women. And not only have they developed and created these delicious protein bars, but they also are all about elevating women in the workplace. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But before we get started, I just always like to go way back and kind of look at what was your big dream. So welcome, ladies. Really happy to have you here and would love for you to tell us your story and what was your big dream when you were growing up. Thank you for having us. This is Stephanie. I am from Denver, Colorado. Growing up, uh, pretty much all I did was play sports and live outside with my family. Both my parents are from our transplant. So growing up in Colorado was really fun because every weekend we were just exploring different parts of Colorado and really living it up. I'm the youngest of three siblings. Big dream wise, honestly, I wanted to be a professional soccer player. That didn't work out. But you must have been going crazy with the U.S. women's team. Oh my gosh. It was the best summer ever. So big dream wise, though, I really, after high school, I went to college in Colorado up in Greeley and UNC. And I ended up getting a degree in criminology. So really what I'm doing with criminology is absolutely zero right now. I got that degree because I'm really interested in in the law. However, obviously today I co-found a protein bar, a vegan protein line. So really what I'm doing right now though is honestly like a dream come true because I'm doing something that I, I love. So didn't really start off with that seed, but it definitely evolved into something. That's awesome. And how about you, Erica? I grew up in upstate New York. And I was also outdoors all the time playing sports. I traveled a lot with my family all over the world. And I knew that I was not going to stay in upstate New York, (laughs) that I needed to be in a big city. And I did that as soon as I could. I went off to LA, to UCLA. And I tried a couple different, I was in film finance and did some real estate. And my biggest focus was always health and wellness. So I knew that I wanted to be somewhere in that field later on. And it kind of just evolved into that. And I'm so happy. I I love it. It's, It's not even like work because it's my daily routine. That's awesome. How did you guys get together? Tell me kind of the inception of the company. Did you guys know each other before you started the company or did you find each other? How did that happen? So Erica and her husband were actually investors in the company I was with before True Women. So we gained a friendship through that. I live in Colorado. She lives in Florida. So (laughs) it's not like it's something that we work side by side, but we certainly make it work. A couple of years ago, we were just talking about like, what's next? Like, what do we want to do if we did something together? And we really saw a window for vegan protein bars and making them taste good and introducing them in a different concept. 
and really focusing on women's needs when it comes to protein and health because it is very different than what men need on a daily basis. So we got together and we started to create and create and create and this is where we are now. So we, like I said, we met through our husbands, but now we are partners. Okay, so from a lay person, and I mean, I like to cook a little, but I can't even fathom how I would start. Like, how in the heck would you start when you're trying to figure out how to make a protein bar and what you put in it and how you make it stay together in a bar farm? I mean, is there like a YouTube video for that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like the slime videos. Right, yeah. exactly. How to make um, your own protein bars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe you should, guys should be YouTube sensations. You could, you know. Oh, be- <laughs> that's a great idea. One step at a time. (laughs) We worked with doctors and scientists to figure out the best ingredients to work together on. And Stephanie was a big believer in like no sugar alcohols. And we just kind of decided what was best for a woman's body, not to give us that bloating feeling. Yeah, we've had so many trial bars. I mean, I can't tell you how many bars we've tried um, up until our launch a couple of years ago. So like Erica said, when we worked with doctors, we worked with food scientists, you really do have to try it out and see what works and what doesn't work. So our end result has been amazing because I think we we definitely agree that we found something that both is pleasing taste-wise, but it's actually being accepted by our bodies and our bodies are actually telling us like, this is good stuff. Like, let's stick with it. Right. It is interesting because I was reading about the sugar alcohols and of course, you know, women of a certain age, goodness knows you don't need anything else bloating. I mean, something, you look at something and you bloat, you know, it just seems to be how it is these days. But for me, I could care less about it being vegan. But what I really care about is it tasting good? You know, I was just reading about sort of your inception and I mean, that's the problem. They all, they taste like cardboard. It's so hard to find a bar that really, really tastes good. So how did you figure out that? That was the whole window of opportunity that we felt we had to try to capitalize on was everything we had tried. And to be clear, neither of us are vegan. Erica certainly eats probably much cleaner than I do, but we're not vegan. We just saw that every vegan option that was given to us as far as protein bars wise was like you said, it just didn't taste good. So We wanted to roll with the idea that we were going to make it taste good, but we were going to be really cheeky with the flavors and the names and go after like, what do we crave? And so that's why we came up with all these. Yeah. One of our catchphrases is healthy indulgence because really these are going after indulgence desserts, just making them into a protein bar that tastes good. So as far as tasting good, Again, that just goes back to so many trial and error, but I think we figured it out that the coding is just money. I think that's what most people really just love. We have women say they lick the wrappers because that's how good our coding is. (laughs) I love that. Yes. And I did particularly like the glazed donut one when I saw it on there, because of course that's one thing that like, even though everybody loves Krispy Kreme, like just no, I mean, I can't even remember the last, it's been years. You just think really, do I want to go through that? So I feel like you have that option again. Certainly health and wellness is so top of mind and such a hot topic and important. You know, I can see why you focus there and make so much sense. But talk to me a little bit about your overall strategy of really focusing on 
women's empowerment in the business world as well. Like what made you actually state that on your website and make it part of your culture that you were going to kind of lay down the law? I mean, it's kind of different for a protein bar company to do that. We wanted these bars to be made more for women. There's so many bars on the market that are made only for men. And most of the bars out there have so many calories, so much protein, and our body just doesn't need it. So we wanted to design it more in the mind of a woman. So the woman on the go. So we did it as inspired by women, ran by women, and we invest in women. So we made the focus all about women and, you know, we're women. Why not? I just think it's awesome. Um, we both have girls. Yeah. Okay. We both have daughters. So we just found it as something that was important. No, that's awesome. And have you ever, I know you talk about on your website that you really hold your vendors and the other people you work with to task to also, you know, empower women and elevate women. And have you ever had to remove a vendor or partner or, you know, take them to task about it because they weren't sort of meeting that standard of yours? You know, not so far. I feel like we are so new to this. We're only a few years in. The relationships we've had thus far has been great. I think one of our newest partnerships has probably proven to be the most fulfilling as far as what it does. We work with a company, for example, here in Denver called Women's Bean. They are a nonprofit agency that gives women jobs who have just gotten back on their feet from a result of losing their jobs from just lack of experience because they have just come out of women's shelters. They've been in abusive relationships. They've lost everything. So partnering with them, they're doing some work for us as far as like um, putting together variety packs and stuff like that. That's proven to be just like the biggest win as far as like we do feel like partnering up with a company like that. It just goes both ways. It just is so fulfilling for Eric and I and them. Yeah. <laughs> I think what's important about what you're doing and sort of the message that I want to send to our listeners is that is the concept of being purposeful. It doesn't matter what kind of company you have or what you're doing. You can always think through and be purposeful about, you know, how you're going to play your part in advancing women. I mean, it's obvious for me because mm -hmm. my whole company's about that. But I always talk about this, that everyone can be doing this. I mean, you know, my company doesn't really have anything to do with women and I, or I employ a lot of men. Great. Then let's make those men into allies. What are you doing to foster that? So I think it's just really critical just to point out. So kudos to you all for having that as your mission and really keeping that at the forefront. That's awesome. Thank you. So what do you think kind of on that women's empowerment issue, what do you think are some of the biggest obstacles that women are facing today? And maybe what are some obstacles that you all have faced along the way, not only in this company, but even past things that you've done? I'd have to say this is my first venture, I guess not working for the man. <laughs> so I've had a lot of good guidance. And I have to say, I'm very fortunate with that. Just from my past experience with companies I was with before, I have yet to run into, you know, roadblocks. I've had a pretty good experience thus far building this with Erica, but we've also been super choosy with who we involve in the company, right? So we've really tried to only involve people that want to be here, want to support our mission and are comfortable with startups, right? Because I think a lot of people think that they're okay going into a startup, but they're not. So we've had like our marketing director is a, how old is she? 23? Yep. 
Right. She is just this vibrant 23 year old straight out of college. And she's been like the best find ever. So we haven't like really, I don't know, maybe we're just fortunate. Maybe I'm just fortunate, but I have yet to come into a situation where my gender has been an issue so far. Maybe if you had stayed playing soccer, you would have had more obstacles. <laughs> I know. I'd be right up there with Rapino standing up for full pay, right? <laughs> I love that they are leading the charge on that. It's a, it's a tough road to hoe, but I think it's awesome what they're doing. Right. And um, how about you, Erica? Any particular you know, challenges you think that women are facing today? I mean, there's definitely challenges that women in the workplace are facing. We are lucky enough to not experience any. Uh, I have not had any issues with true women working with anyone. But in the past, in other jobs, when I was in film finance, you know, I was this little girl and kind of like, you know, not treated as the men were. But that's why we're trying to change it. We're trying to help it and make the women be more empowered. Yeah. And you mentioned that you both had girls. So how does sort of being a working mom factor in all this? And what do you want to pass along to your daughters? And and are they involved in any way? And obviously, they're watching what you're doing. I did not work for about eight years while I was raising my kids as babies. So just in the last couple of years of going back to work, it's certainly been a change for my kids to see me so busy. And they saw me just really balancing mom life. And now I'm balancing mom life, work life, everything else in between. So I think the biggest thing that I want my daughter to realize and to absorb is that you cannot put a hard block on, I can only do this and I can only do that. Like, I just want her to always know that you can literally have it all as long as you're willing to put the work behind it. And if you want to juggle and tackle and be an entrepreneur, like do it. Because if you have the will, there will be a way, you know. And it's so generic, but like truly, honestly, like if you have the drive, it can happen. So I think that's what I would always want to pass on to my daughter. It's just like, just try. Don't assume that you can only do this. Like just try for it all. That's awesome. And how about you, Erica? I, I totally agree. I mean, I want my daughter to be able to be anything she wants to be. And I think she knows that and she sees it and she sees me working really hard and also being the mom that is the room mom, you know, so she sees that I try to do it all. You know, sometimes I drop the balls, but <laughs> yeah, we all do. Um, yeah. <laughs> she definitely knows that she can be whatever she wants to be. And I try to instill that in her and men are not above her and we're all equal and you know, when I talk to a lot of women, there's often that mom guilt, right? And what I talk about is that moment when you realize that your daughter or son, I actually have a 12 year old son who's a little feminist now, but when they say something and that you know that they're proud of you and you go, whoa, and it just, it's like understanding that they really are watching and they see what you do and they have pride. Maybe they're frustrated because, you know, you didn't get the cupcakes on time to the room party and it embarrassed them. (laughs) I always encourage women, you know, especially moms that you'd be surprised, you know, when you actually start talking to your kids about how proud they are to see, you know, their mom's doing my daughter's definitely proud. She's like our biggest fan. She talks about true women everywhere she goes. They're gluten-free, vegan, soy-free. She does it all. <laughs> she has it down. Yeah. I love it. I love she it. like spits it out. And yeah. 
That's awesome. Well, as we close up today, we like to end with a little speed round just to get to know a little bit more about you all. So I'm going to ask you a question. You can answer real quick. And um, Stephanie, I think you're going to go first and then Erica. So and answer each question just one after the other. So what does your morning routine look like? Okay. So after the alarm slaps me in the face, I get out of bed, I get lunches together, I make sure the kids have everything they need for school, then it's drop off. And then as soon as drop off happens, I get back to my house and the work begins. Honestly, Eric and I are wearing 14 different hats right now. So it's a different day every single day of what we have to do. And then pick up and then sports every single night of the week. (laughs) I hear you. And Erica? I crack my eyes open with an energy drink and I get the kids up, get them ready, get their breakfast, take them to school, run to the gym, and then start working with Stephanie. And that's all before like 9.30. (laughs) What are you currently reading or listening to? Podcasts, duh. (laughs) On the spot now, right? (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) I love podcasts, yeah. I really do. And I just wish I had time to read. I don't even know what books look like right now. (laughs) I hear you. So who is your role model? Well, funny. So you were like talking about like, sure, we all look up to Oprah, but whatever. Honestly, though, I do love Cameron Diaz. I think she is just such an amazing role model because she has really like stood the test of time as far as health and beauty. And she has such a clean, great name for herself. And she is just the epitome of health and wealth for me. But then like you were saying, like I meet a different role model every single day, just through sports, through school mamas, through these women that tell me they have, you know, four kids and no help and no nanny. You know what I mean? Like those are role models. Those are my everyday (laughs) role models. Erica, how about you? Uh, For me, I would say Gwyneth Paltrow with Goop, just Mm -hmm. because she's in the leading health and wellness industry. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jessica Alba. Yep. They're both my my crushes. Awesome. My role model. Great women. They're doing great things. So what's one thing you can't live without? Besides true women protein. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Between dreaming and downloads. Um, I would say yoga. I'm a big yogi. That really does help me keep centered. And that's my one hour a day that I get to myself oh. to really feel good about myself. It does a lot for me. Awesome. Erica? I would say TM. I learned it about two years ago, two and a half years ago, right when we started. And it changed my life. Even if I just get five minutes in the morning. Okay. So As we close up, I would just love for you to let everybody know where they can find True Women Protein Bars, because I know everybody's going to want to go out and try that red velvet and the donut, and you have lemon, and you have all kinds of crazy flavors. So where can they find you guys? You can find us on Amazon, and we are officially international um, Amazon as well. And depending on what state you live in, there's a possibility that you can find this at Hy-Vee or Schnucks. Those are health stores. They are only in some parts of the country. And then Erica, our wholesale queen over there, has gotten this into probably 20 to 30 different yoga studios around the country, coffee shops, etc. It's like 100. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, you're better. <laughs> you didn't even know it, right? <laughs> you were at carpool drop-off. She was apparently getting 100 yoga places, right? Apparently. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. That's a great partnership to have. 
Well, I just want to thank you for your candor and openness and sharing with us today. And we wish you the best of success. And I know everybody is going to run right out and look forward to trying your bar. So thank you again for being on the show. And we will be watching what y'all do next. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. For more female empowerment, inspiration, and advice, subscribe to our free daily newsletter and audio brief, Four Minutes with On The Dot. Let us know your thoughts or what you want to hear next from at On The Dot Woman on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We're here to help you become the best boss babe you are meant to be.